When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello everybody and welcome to the Blue Room, just another preview of some of the stuff we've got going on on the Blue Room Extra at the moment. Uh, earlier this week I spoke to my good friend Paddy Boyland from over at The Athletic, uh, just to catch up on all things Everton really, no particular type of show, no particular real purpose, but we thought we'd get together and have a chat about all things Toffees, of course we went into the Nottingham Forest game, we went into what's coming next, then we went into what's going on off the pitch as well in regards to the ownership and potential changes on the board going forward. Uh, if you want to listen to this and a bunch of other content in full, it is available over on the Blue Room Extra. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. The link is in the description to this podcast if you want to listen to it in full as well. Uh, and like I said, it's a good time to get involved. Start of the month, lots of games coming, lots of important games coming as Everton look to pull themselves away from the mire. So here's a clip of the chat me and Paddy had. Early this week, starts off by talking about Sean Dyche's defensive records since he's come in and maybe he might be a bit disappointed in that and a little bit about some of the changes that could potentially be going on off the club or happening to the club off the pitch in the next few weeks. Yeah, I, I, I still think we're, we're seeing Everton concede the same goal time and time again that they conceded under Lampard. I mean, if you look back at Lampard's final game, they get absolutely rinsed in transition by West Ham. Particularly, I'd say, down Tarkovsky's side on the left. It's 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 basically him in a back three up against the pace of Bowen and Antonio. And it was a race he was never, ever going to win. We obviously haven't gotten mismatches to that quite that extent at the moment. But Everton is still conceding a lot of goals in those transitional situations. So he, the two against Liverpool, one directly from Everton's corner, the, the the second is obviously another breakaway. And obviously there are certain points to make there. One is positional discipline. The other is a la- lack of athleticism. There just isn't very much in this side at the moment. Maybe beyond Damari Gray up top and Ben Godfrey at left back, there's probably nobody else that you're going to back to make those recovery runs. So that's obviously an issue. Also just a bit of savvy as well. Just the, the And I suppose this is where Dice is slightly hamstrung. Just a bit of savvy to just, I think, I think there have been times in the last few weeks where I've been calling for Coleman to pull somebody back and take the yellow or 
uh, a cynical foul in midfield to just kind of alleviate that initial pressure. And they've chosen not to do it in those moments or haven't been able to. Um, so, so that's all coming back to bite, and that's where I do feel some sympathy with Daesh. I think he's torn almost his knees. It's it, it's the balancing act of how do I make up for the lack of centre forward and lack of attacking prowess, and the only way I can do that is if Ducore and Onana are arriving late in the box. So how do I do that, but not sacrifice everything else defensively? And he arguably still hasn't got that balance, right? Like I say, I do think there have been improvements. I think if you look at them statistically, both in kind of a real key stats point of point of view, but also the perspective of the underlying numbers, I think there has been improvement and quite marked improvements in in certain areas. They're creating more chances. They're getting into better positions. Um, they're not conceding as many shots on goal, and the xG in certain games isn't quite as high against. Um, so the 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 trajectory is positive. But he's not ironed out all the flaws by any means. And I don't think he ever was going to iron out all of the flaws. Some of these issues, I think, let's say, for example, a lack of number six, that can only be solved in the market, can't it? You can only, you, James Garner's not going to come in and do it because I don't think James Garner's a number six. Idris Gay's not going to do it because his instinct is to try and follow that pass from Ducore. Uh, and some of those issues, I think, they'll have to wait until the summer. The, the hope is that we see those incremental gains at both ends that we see more or less continuation of what happened against Forest in the first half um, and slightly more nous defensively. For me, the game was lost. If, if, it, if the, 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 two, two, the two points that were lost in a game management sense, I just felt as though Everton didn't manage any of that final 45. They, they, they didn't keep the ball enough. They didn't hold it up the pitch for long enough. I was looking at something that had their XG at like 0.03 for the second half, which for 45 minutes of football is staggering. They just didn't create anything. Um, and there was such a drop-off from the first half where it looked like they could have scored two or three. Um, and that's something that will concern Dijic. Can they sustain these periods for longer than half an hour burst, 45 minutes burst? I thought they were like 40 minutes at Arsenal. Yeah. I thought they were absolutely fine for 40 minutes against Arsenal. Um, there have been spells in some of the other games you mentioned Wolves and Southampton where Everton were the dominant side Everton were the best team against Aston Villa for 65 minutes of the game before um, it was a gay stupid decision for the penalty the lunge so they are having moments they're having spells it's just it's not enough it needs to be sustained I, I think that's the next step here next step here is to is to try and do that for the full 90 to get that complete performance because I don't think we've really seen one for a good while I think yeah. the only one in Dutch it's just telling me Arsenal. Yeah, it's hard that though, isn't it? Because like, it, it just feels like there's one setting there. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't want to take this back to, to January, but I think it all, you know, and, and the summer, but it all does kind of feed back to it, doesn't it? In the sense of that, you know, they they made changes, and I think Cooper tweaks the the system a little bit, and it's kind of like, well, what can you do? What can you do to react to that? You know, we're not going to suddenly go right, lads, centre back split, full box push on. You know, just a gay drop into into the hole and start playing out from from the back and try and invite them on to then. You know, there's there's nothing else for for him to do. There's nothing that he can change really from that sense. But there's also nothing he can change off the bench either because I think it, it seems quite obvious to me now. I don't know about you, but he, it doesn't look like he, he fancies ever Sims really at all in that sense. Um, Mope, despite talking him up loads in every in every interview and in every press brief he did last week, uh, was was only brought up for two minutes at the end. It, it just feels like we're just stuck on that one setting. 
And teams now have got such deep squads and have got five chances to change the way in which the game's going and change effectively half the, their outfield players. And and we're sort of plan A or nothing. And that that's that's kind of where, you know, going back to what you said there about where you think the game was was lost a little bit there, but when we lost the two points of the weekend, that's kind of where I felt it was. It was just like Everton just stuck on this same set and Forrest had a few different goes at trying to counteract it and try and figure it out, whereas we could do nothing really in response to try and counteract their, their changes. Well, I don't, I don't think they're a very good team at all, to be honest. I'm amazed they've not lost their home since um, August or whatever it is. That, I mean, that's a bit of a freak starting so far as, I mean, I watched them against Manchester City and that could easily have been 4-0 City. Um, I, I still don't know how they got any kind of result in that game. But I suppose that they're an example of a team around Everton that's invested an awful lot of money over the last 12 months. But there are others too. So if you look at the players Forrest have brought on, look at players Forrest had on the pitch even, I should say. Morgan Gibbs-White, he transferred target for Everton over the summer. Brennan Johnson's been on the radar for an awfully long time and has cropped up on, on numerous occasions on Everton's list. So they're players that Everton would like and Chris Wood. Deal, Sean Dyche kind of striker. They've invested so much money on their squads that they're able to do that. And you, I think one of the first times it really struck me was when Everton played Wolves. And I thought, God, these are dreadful Wolves. Everton are playing really well here and they should win this. If not comfortably, they should just manage to coast through. And then Wolves brought off the bench Mateus Nunes, Adama Traore. As a substitute, whatever you think of him, he's going to make an impact. Neto, I think, was there, and Raul Jimenez. That eight Nori came off as well, didn't he? he was a eight eight yeah. Nori came off and came off and scored. But I looked at those options. I thought most of them would start for Everton. Yeah. In fact, would any of them not start for Everton right now? Well, that, and that's where, like, I, I look at Brentford. Obviously, we're playing the weekend, and they've got four. I think mean, they've got four players. Four strikers who would start up front for us before our next one. Maybe you're gonna rank you're gonna rank them. You know, you go Tony, Bumbuimo, Visa, and Shah do they sign before you even got to like Mope or Gray or Sims. And that, that, that's that's kind of where we are. But um just just very quickly before, before we uh before we wrap it up today, because I know we're a bit pressed for time. Um if we get time, I'll speak about the Brentford game. But I want to, just wanted to ask you about some stuff that's going on off the pitch as well, because I sort of feel like this has gone under the radar. A little bit. Um, and I know you've reported it, and I know my colleague Dave Powell at the the Echo has reported it as well in regards to things going on with the ownership and potentially with the board a bit further down the line. Um, I know Dave reported that Everton have been in talks of MSP in regards to potential investments in the future. Um, and I think the piece <coughs> today or maybe yesterday talking about how Farad Mashiri is looking at potential changes going forward, and there's going to be a bit of a you know, an impact on the board and maybe he's, he's looking at shaking that up. I mean, from, from what you've reported around this, I mean, how, how far advanced is that? And is it something that is going to happen, do you reckon, during the course of the season or are we looking more towards the, the summer and the end of the campaign? Uh, I'd be very surprised if things didn't look a fair amount different. Um, and I'm not necessarily saying today or tomorrow, but soon. Hmm. How how soon that is, I suppose, is always difficult to gauge with Everton because you've got lots of competing influences and lots of different people feeding in. And at the end of the day, an owner who, as we know, can go a little bit rogue. So putting exact timeframes 
on things is, is very, very difficult. But from that perspective, um, we've heard enough to suggest that things will look different in terms of the incoming investment, what MSP potentially would want in return for, for their investment in, in, in terms of representation. Um, and I think that'll be a two-way street, really. I think at present, what we're hearing is most likely to be some come in, some come out, and it will and it will change. Um, so let's see. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.